Hello and welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our Risk Us the Anything RPG one-shot, so make sure you've listened to the first part before continuing on with this episode. To briefly recap, Claire is playing Violet Grant, a straight-thinking and well-liked scientist who likes to keep vaguely fit. As well as enjoying reading and gardening in her spare time, Violet dreams of one day being the best scientist the world has ever seen. Her character cliches are logic with four, personable with three, and technical, fit and resourceful one apiece. Whilst out for a jog after work, Violet witnesses a terrible accident involving a young woman who appears to be her doppelganger. After retrieving the woman's bag and discovering it full of stolen money, Violet decides to assist the police with their inquiries. However, Violet admitted the fact that she had spoken to the woman before the accident and furthermore had taken the woman's burner phone in order to conduct her own investigation into who this person was. Remember, when performing actions during a Riskus game, the players roll their character's appropriate cliché dice against a target number set by the Games Master. If the total roll equals or exceeds the target number, success. If not, failure. During combat and other kinds of contest, both the attacker and the defender have to roll against their chosen clichés. The lowest roll loses, and the lowest roller subtracts one die from their cliché for the remainder of the encounter. This continues until one party is left without any dice, at which point the winner gets to decide the loser's fate. You can find more information about Riskus and other Cumberland Games and Diversions RPGs on their website. That's rolltop-indico.blogspot.com. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes, and what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. And with all that out of the way, let's get back to Edinburgh. As you put the phone down, the burner phone rings again. Does it say number withheld again? Yes, of course it does. I answer the phone. Okay. Do you say anything? No. There's a moment of silence. And again, the same voice, uh, changer voice comes on and goes, whoever this is, we need to know what you've done with the money. I say, I don't have the money. The police have the money. Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> You're not in any position to talk right now. I hang up the phone. You just leave it? So yeah. you're just leaving it out in the, in the open or are you like like on, I don't know, in the I'm open I'm waiting or? for them to call back. Okay. Five, ten, fifteen minutes go by. I can't call them back, so no, <laughs> I can never come from the power play. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wouldn't be able to sleep after that phone call. Okay, so you so. just so you just sort of up. Yeah, she maybe at this point would start going a little bit down the dark rabbit hole of the internet, looking for instances of people running into people who look like themselves or something like that you know like a doppelganger mm-hmm. trying to find a logical explanation good you said where... logical i was gonna say <laughs> roll for that so, so using logic okay yeah. uh for d6 for me. yeah the reason why your brain is reacting in this way is completely fine yes is there any scientific yeah reasons for why you're seeing things perhaps that's a lot of thoughts 15 yes you go through various sites reddit 
Wikipedia. <laughs> you find out a lot about like people meeting their doubles, and like you said, there's always sort of time travel, blah 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 blah, doesn't end well. And then you go on to some of like the NHS website, and they're like, sometimes it's perfectly normal to see illusions of yourself or premonitions of the future, but it's unlikely, you know. Sometimes we just see things, but you don't find anything conclusive. There's mm. either a lot of hocus pocus fiction, or like it's not an actual phenomenon. Even with your research and you're really trying to find an answer, you think, this is not right. Like, I definitely saw my face. Mm. I definitely saw this person. Also, I would ask you to roll me one resourceful... Five. I guess because you just sort of, like, get cross, because you're like, mm. this is awful. How, you know, I, I definitely... I saw something. And mm. I know what I saw. I'm not an idiot. I... I'm a logical person, I'm a scientist. So you sort of get up, maybe have a bit of a walk around your living room. And you just happen to look outside. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> and underneath one of the streetlights, you see a car you don't recognise. Quite close to where your house is. You know it wasn't there when you came home. Mm-hmm. I call Britcher. Okay. Presumably it goes to voicemail. It does go to voicemail. <laughs> 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. Hi, sorry, it's Violet again. I'm just really worried since the accident. There's a car outside my house and it's got blacked out windows, which just seems weird to me. Like, how often in Edinburgh do you see a car with blacked out windows? That just doesn't happen, right? So I think somebody is following me, which sounds crazy. I don't know. After the bag, I'm just really scared. As you finish that message, there is a... on the door. I probably go near Timmy's door and just wait. So not answering that door. (laughs) Can I have a look through like the little peeper hole? Mm -hmm. There is someone stood there, but their face is covered. Oh my god. I call triple nine and go back to where Timmy's door is like quietly on triple nine. She's a logical thinker. She's calling emergency Um, services. (laughs) Roll 46 for me for your logic. Cliche. 14. 14. Just before you get to your phone, the burner phone rings again. I do not answer it. Because presumably that guy can hear it ringing. Uh, I'm still calling triple nine. Triple nine. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the logical cool. way to go. 999, what's your emergency? What do you do? Do you... I'm, like, talking with my hand over the phone Mm -hmm. in a whisper. Hi, my name is Violet Grant, and I think there's somebody at my house. I looked through my viewfinder, and there's somebody who's wearing a mask. Um, I was at the accident earlier today, and... Hello? uh, Uh, Hello? Can you speak up? I can't can't hear you. I I can't... (laughs) The burner phone rings again. No. She gets, like, the furthest distance from the door. Mm Mm-hmm so that she can, like, try and talk a bit louder without her voice carrying, essentially. And then repeats it again, like... Repeats it again. You start to hear the static on your own phone. You can't even hear the receiver. Oh, no. She probably hangs up the phone. Mm -hmm. Is the burner phone still ringing? It's still ringing. It's probably called three or four times now. She knocks on Timmy. She can't knock on Timmy's door, because... Wait, Timmy hasn't gotten up. He hasn't gotten up. She opens Timmy's door. Typical boys' room. He said it was a bit of a gym bro, so maybe a couple of weights mm-hmm. in the corner, perhaps. The bed does not look like it's been slept in. Is the window open? The window's open. She kind of, like, goes up to the window and tries to, like, peek outside, but doesn't want to, like, become fully visible sure. in the window. Roll one resourceful for me. 
Four what? Four. You can't see anything. Because of his height mm. and his brawn, you think he probably would be able to scale down, perhaps. But why would he do that? Mm. So unlikely. And there's nothing a bit weird in the room at all to, I, like, you have suggest a... that he's, like, done a quick dash and taken a bunch of his stuff. Or... Having a quick look round, nothing out of the usual there. Mm. Mm. But it's weird. Why would, he, why would he go out at this time of night? The knocking has stopped, by the way. But I haven't heard the door open. You're quite far from the door. Is the phone still ringing? Stop ringing. She probably finds something in Timmy's room that is most weapon-like. Okay. Baseball bat, club-like thing. Roll one resourceful again for me. Five. Bad. Excellent. He's really into a softball. It's got a heft to it. Mm. So you know you probably wouldn't be able to kill someone with it. Mm-hmm. And you don't think violence that sort of person anyway, mm-hmm. but you're ready to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, because you're quite quick, yeah. you have to run away, find help. Again, logic, resourcefulness. You're planning what's your next step, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Softball or softball bat? Uh, softball bat, bat, sorry. My bad. Um, no, no, that's okay. Throwing a softball at someone's head. Well, bam! <laughs> if he's got like a, a smaller, lighter weight, he's obviously bought one of the pack weights. Right. <laughs> and okay. never really yeah. uses the small one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And that makes more sense. So yeah. it's like... And then, really, I've got the weight ready to like try and peg it at. Like, peg it at someone someone. before I get ready to hit them with with the baseball bat. Just to, you know, you don't often expect somebody to throw something at you, is her reasoning behind it. And then she's going to... She's going to stand next to the door with her back up against it with the baseball bat because the the knocking stopped and Timmy's gone! (laughs) She's going to stop and listen for a second. I guess it is resourceful. You're not really logically... Doing you listening out, I guess. Yeah, she's she's just trying to figure out what yeah, you're trying to figure out on. what your next step is. Aren't yeah, you, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Um, the only thing you can hear is the sound of your own heartbeat. You're trying to calm yourself down, but you can't hear anything outside the door, mm. and the phone's not rung again, and the knocking has stopped. She's probably just going to stand there until. Dawn. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Until either you know somebody's going to try climbing in through the window, or somebody so, comes around the door and she's just going to. Oh, try so wait. And hit so them is this the something. wait? Sorry, is this the door, the front door to where you came, like your uh, entrance? Timmy's door. Timmy's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you in the bedroom. Okay. She's gone into like fight or flight syndrome, and she is fighting. Maybe twenty minutes go by, half an hour, an hour, an hour and a half. Okay. Do you stay there? She, she probably, when it gets to like half an hour stage, is when she'd be like, okay, maybe I'm just, I've gone a little, a little overboard. Maybe Timmy's got a secret. He wants to keep secret, and that's why he's left. Uh, so she probably closes the window and locks it. Mm-hmm. Still has the baseball bat. Okay. Softball. Softball. Bat. Yeah. yeah, softball bat. Yeah, she probably still has the weapons because even there's still that part of her who's like, you're not crazy, though. Mm -hmm. And then she'll go quietly Mm -hmm. back out into, like, the hallway Mm -hmm. towards the living room to, like, see if that car's still parked outside, essentially. Car's gone. She, like, checks the front door. Yep, still secure, still locked. She goes through every room and checks, like, every room. Okay like one by one and finishes with her room just roll resourceful for me there three 
again, from earlier, you still have that same unease that something's not right. And again, I, you're feeling a bit shook up from the day's events. So you go through each one. You get to your room, you know, and you take a deep breath. Describe your room for me. What does it look like? A fairly kempt room mm-hmm. with small piles of chaos. You know, she's got a bookcase, which is definitely way too full, and with books spilling everywhere, mm-hmm. and she's got, like, a few decorations, but is clearly not very good at figuring out how to decorate, in a way. <laughs> but it's it's her um, style, But it's, Yeah, it's, it's her, her weird, eclectic style. Yeah. But I think, you know, like, her laundry's not in a pile on the floor. It's, it's, it's in, a in a basket. It's in or, something. Yeah. yeah, everything is sort of, like, if it's disorganized it's organized in the way that it's chucked in a box you know where it is yeah yeah exactly again with that role you don't notice anything out of the ordinary like you said Mm. i think you're just sort of looking around maybe you're just looking around for a shadowy figure uh, rather than anything specific that sense of something's different something's not right is still there Mm. she's gonna try and find a mirror okay and she's gonna look in the mirror at herself okay and try and figure out if she still looks like herself. That's her next point of logic. She's like, okay, if that lady has so my face, maybe I don't have my face anymore. This is like 3 a.m. thinking now, isn't it? I love yeah, it. yeah. She's very tired. Yeah, absolutely. This is well past her bedtime. You do have a, I'm guessing you do have some sort of mirror in your room anyway. Yeah, there's probably like All a, girls have a mirror in their room, yeah. let's be face it. Um, I just think, I don't have a mirror in well, my room. Well, <laughs> it is you, still. Mm-hmm. You look maybe a bit um, frazzled a bit. Uh, your hair might be a bit scraggy. Mm. You know, you didn't really take a shower after your run, so you're a bit sweaty. It's still you. It's still the face you recognise and you see every day. Nothing's changed. I probably try my phone again to see if I've got signal. Your phone? Yeah, my own phone. And whether it's still got that patchy reception. You look at it and, yeah, it's no signal. Mm. You go through it and it seems like all your numbers, anything connecting to the Wi-Fi or signal seems blocked i get my laptop and see if i can get a network on my laptop i probably swing timmy a little facebook message saying like weird stuff's happening where are you question mark question mark question mark (laughs) cool uh sent yeah not expecting a response maybe i try facebook calling him now that that's a thing (laughs) okay you hear upstairs the noise of a facebook call Upstairs. Um, i'm sorry oh like where his room yeah sorry i I assume it's a house it's on two levels yeah 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 Okay, I go up into his room and try and locate his phone, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's on bedside table. Yeah, okay. Decline the call. (laughs) As you decline the call, you can see like there's been some messages saying, where are you? We're supposed to meet. Be here in five minutes. And they were all sort of sent round one o'clock. Right. And there's no... Like, like it doesn't th- say what number it's from. It's like a number. No, it's it's, it's, it's well. like you know when you um you get those messages and they pop up on your phone. Yeah. And clearly, he must have seen them and then just run out or gone out. Yeah. And left his phone. It's got obviously like all smartphones yeah. have a, a lock on, so you can't. Yeah. Investigate further if there's been any other pass right. messages and stuff. In timeline wise, does that fit with when the door was knocking, or is that roundabout time? Earlier? Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe a couple of like, maybe about. 10, 15 minutes before. Okay. But again, it's a bit hazy. I try calling emergency services from Tim's phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because obviously you can dial yeah. 999 about I can do you. the little side swipe. 999, what's your emergency? I basically describe 
the time around about when the people came to my house, knocked on the door, said I didn't answer it. They seem to have gone away now. But I wanted to notice, notify them. Also, my phone seemingly has stopped working, so I'm calling from my brother's they, You managed to get through absolutely fine. And they say, oh, we hope you're okay. I'm so sorry. We, um, we can send out someone to you in about half an hour. It's just very late right now, so we mm. don't have anyone in the station. But we can have someone to come sit with you, if that, if that will help, or and take your statement um, properly. I think it would be better if I can... I can come to the station myself. I mean, we can have someone come pick you up if that would that would help. I wouldn't really feel comfortable opening the door. Um, I don't know if they're watching me from. God, now I just sound paranoid, but I don't know if they're watching me from. Are you able to make your way to the station? I'm guessing like the station for you is a bit of a not a walk. walk. Yeah, but it's not easy to get to. Put it like that. Like yeah, it will take yeah. you a little. Like what you say. Like it's forty minutes to get anywhere in Edinburgh. Was that what you said? 20. 20. It was more than 20 but, minutes, yeah, you know it's, more, I mean? it's 20 if you're on a bus. I ask if there's a way to be to talk to, to PC Pritchard. Pritchard, yeah. Oh, she's not in just now. She's, she was on, obviously, the case earlier, but she'll be back in first thing in the morning, so we can pass yeah. on. We can ask her to come and speak to you, like come to your house, if, that, if that's what you like. Yeah, well, I kind of would like to talk to her now. I know that it's not normal procedure. I, I, we, we can try and get in contact with her if that will help and we can ask yeah. you to ring back. Uh, can we take your details? Uh, I give them my brother's number. Yeah. For the meantime, just stay in. Don't answer the door to anyone and stay away from window. You know, just, just yeah. you know, she, and she's trying to, yeah. the person on the phone is trying to reassure you yeah. without scaring you, basically. She's just making yeah. sure that you're okay, being reassuring. So. Yeah. Hangs up the phone. Mm-hmm. She probably goes back to her room feeling that something's not right mm-hmm. and methodically tries to go through her room then Tim's room like methodically go through the rooms of the house to like figure out why she feels so weird okay as that's quite logical I'd say you can roll for logic on that oh no oh 13. wait a minute 13 as you're going through your room it feels like there was something in your bookcase that has been removed recently. Mm. Like a stone or a statue or like a, a cuddly toy or some, something mm. like a, a soft thing that your brother had given you. And it's gone. You can't find it, but it clearly was like something there that had like a trailing wire mm-hmm. that's gone. As you're going through to those rooms, again, you look round and in the living room, you're like, well, there used to be like something in here. So again, on another bookcase, it was like, there's like um that uh, that stupid like picture of, of me and my brother going somewhere, a theme park or something like that. And that's gone. Again, like sort of a space in the in the dust and stuff where there could have been like a trailing wire. Mm. She probably starts looking for something that looks like it's got a wire attached. Okay. In that case. Then roll logic again for me then, because you're again you're investigating and really looking quite hard. Mm, that is a fifteen. Fifteen. There's always been this hideous picture mm. like a horrible landscape oil painting looking at it now you can see that it's been moved recently and if you take it off there's a camera behind it nope straight up and again it looks it could have been placed anywhere it's one of those sort of not gopros per se but mm. it's that sort of make there's like a, a wireless sort of transmitter off it as well we'll try and like disable the camera how are you doing that is that a technical skill you say i mean presumably it would okay. be is it embedded in the wall? No, it's sort of stuck behind oh, no. the wall. Like it's like she it's probably sort of just like takes it and then flip. You know, like turns it around so okay. it can't be viewing anything. 
Yeah, well, that's easy yeah. enough then. You don't need to roll for that. Yeah, so. yeah. She probably like shoves it upside down underneath the pillow just to be on the same side. Yeah, you can easily do that. No <laughs> Not worries. knowing any better. As you do that, mm. the door opens and your brother sort of appears. <laughs> whoa, whoa! What are you doing still up? I saw the light on. She just stares at him. What's going on? What are you talking about? Why is there a camera in our living room? There's a camera in our living room. Like you don't know. I saw the messages. Where have you been? What? We. You were in my room? Yeah, because there was somebody trying to break into our house and then all of a sudden you weren't here. Wait, someone tried to break into our house? What are you talking about? Yeah, can I, like, glance out the window to see if the car's back? Yeah, because you're in the middle of a conversation. Do a resourceful roll for me. Three. You can't tell at the moment because obviously your sort of attention sort of split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, calm down. I I didn't want to tell you, but I'm kind of seeing someone and I, I didn't want to disturb... I went to go see them. I don't believe it you don't for believe a them? second. Yeah, that's right. I don't believe it for a second. Look, I, it's true. Like, I, I came downstairs and I saw you still up and I didn't want to worry you with going out, like, of the front door because you'd, you'd told me all this stuff about, you know, the runner and, you know, I, I just thought it'd just be easier. Look, I, I know I'm a bit stupid about these things. I'm really sorry. Look, I should have told you. Look, it's really late. You should not be... What? What, ca- <laughs> what have you done to... And he looks around and says, Why is that just like chaos? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, look, what have you done to that painting? Honestly, I know you hated it, but you've, you've cleared it down. I probably, like, pick up the camera and throw the camera I, at I, him. He's like, what, what's this? And, and there was something in my room that's not there anymore, and there was a wire. That's really weird, man. Are you sure it's not some sort of prank show that we've been signed up to? It would be one of the worst pranks like, ever. Dude, I... <laughs> we're going to have to call, like, the housing agency. Clearly, the landlord does not trust us. Like, I know we've been here for a while, but this mm. is this is far beyond. Have you got your phone on you? No, I left it upstairs because, stupid Jessica, she was just, like, needed to see me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she was upset yeah. as well. Like, I just... What's her number? Her number? Yeah. He tells you your number. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has it low, like, straight I mean, like, up he, off the he, bat. He, he, like, oh, I don't know, it ends in, like, 5529. I don't know, like, she... Because the number was withheld, so you're, yeah. you're good to... Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to suss him out. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know. I'm a smart lady. Like, she's, <laughs> you know, I had to go help her out and stuff. Look, I'm sorry, I just didn't want to worry you. All right. Well, I'll see you later then. Have fun with Jessica. <laughs> I mean, I'm back now. She's she's okay now. I'm fine. You can go. Are you, go where? Back to my room? No, to Jessica's. I, oh, she's she's sleeping now. I don't want to... So it was like a late night beauty call kind of thing? <sighs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got a problem with that? No, I don't have a problem with it. I have a problem with you lying to me. <sighs> just, I just... You were so worried and upset about early. I didn't want to add to it, you know? I, it was silly. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Hmm. This hidden camera thing, that's nothing to do with me. I, I don't know what this is for. Roll personability for me. And I'm trying to figure out what she's going to do, because she doesn't yeah, yeah, believe yeah. him at all. 13. 13. You get the impression that he does know something about the cameras. Hmm. But he's... like You feel Telling. like he's genuine about the call, in hmm. a way. But there's something about the cameras he's not telling you. Hmm. He's been truthful, but maybe he doesn't know. He, d- yeah. he doesn't know everything. Mm-hmm. Have you seen one of these before? I've seen them like on the gadget show. 
They're quite expensive. In the house, though. Oh, in the house? No, yeah. I've not seen them in the house. Did you have something in your room with a wire on it? I, I mean, you've seen the state of my room. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I want to say, like, we're going to your room right now. You, you're leading the way. All right, all right, you can do that. Usher him up to his room. What's missing here? I mean, it needs a good clean. Nothing. There's nothing here. Do I believe him? Roll possibility. It's an eight. eight. He does seem genuine at this point. But again, this whole mm. night's been fucking weird. Mm. Look, it's really late. Mm. You've been up all night researching, trying to find stuff like let's let's just get some sleep. Mm. You've got work tomorrow. We can call in sick. I can call in sick to uni and we can just you know I can see what I can do to help. If that's what you want. I really don't want to go to sleep. You don't want to go to sleep? No. The cameras on the gadget show were what were they used for? I mean they it was just surveillance stuff. To see if there was any intruders coming to your door. Who was on your coming to your doorstep? I don't know why so you'd have to them. watch people. Yeah, I probably check behind paintings and stuff. Like I wanna, I'll, I ask him to check behind the paintings in his room. Or... He happily obliges. Doesn't find anything, and then I guess you went to the hallway. You check yeah. everywhere. I think you got to that point where you're just looking for everything. So you don't need to roll for it. Um, you don't find. Any other cameras. So you suspect then, through process of elimination, that there yeah. was one camera in the living room mm. and possibly one in your room. She doesn't trust him anymore. She wants to get out of the house. It's now about 4am, uh, though, I will say. Yeah. She's going to call the emergency services. Okay. She's going to leave the room, leave Timmy in the room. Okay. And go out. And request the officer come to the house. PC Pritchard? Well, pref- oh, just pre- preferably PC Pritchard. Within about half an hour, so there's a police car that comes up and obviously knocks on the door. Mm-hmm. PC Pritchard's not there. They say that she's currently uh, off duty, but she is aware of your situation, or she has been notified at least, so she would come at ASAP. Yeah. And the, they come in and they talk to you about the incident in the night and yeah. previous I on the camera. They're like, well, this is very interesting, this... There's no serial numbers on this thing. Like, we could normally identify who's bought it. They talk to your brother, mm. who's more than happy to oblige to talk to them. He explains about his disappearance and why like, he went to go see his girlfriend, why he left his phone. He appreciates how conspicuous it looks. He's yeah. genuine throughout. Tells them the same things he knows about the cameras that he told you. Yeah. But they don't question it further. She probably takes the phone out at this point. Uh-huh. The burner phone. This keeps ringing... I didn't have it in before. I was just spooked by everything, but uh, I wanted Richard to have it. Um, it keeps ringing, but there's no number. Well, that's that's pretty serious. We we might need you to come down. You know, it's part of an ongoing investigation. Are you okay to come with us and, and yeah. in the car? Okay. Timmy is allowed to stay. Is there anything you want me to do? Like, I, I feel... If you could come too, actually. Because they seem to finish with him, like, his story yeah. sort of checks out. They find Jessica and sort of corroborate uh-huh. his alibi of uh, being away. He goes, well, I, I'm happy to come with you to the police station, but I might need to go talk to Jessica at some point just to let her know what things are going on. And anything else you want to do before going to the police station? <laughs> She's gonna... I only have a phone number, don't I, for the PC? Yes. From Timmy's phone, 
she probably messages the PC and is like a short summary of what's occurred. Okay. And the fact that she'll be at the police station. Well, that that will do. We'll go to the police station. It's quite quiet. Again, very early in the morning now, so maybe the sun's just about to rise as you as you get mm. in, and they sort of take you in, uh, take you into an interview room, take all your details. It's a different um, PC. Like Bob and Kathy go off. Dick and Harry come, <laughs> and they and again these guys they interview again, and you find yourself repeating the same story. Like, look, I was out for a jog. This girl turns up, and I'm guessing it's the same thing you've told them all this time, except omitting mm. the fact that. This person looks like you. I think at this point, I would mention that she turned to me and said, I'm sorry as well. I think I would I would begin to tell more of the okay. truth. I still wouldn't say that I think she looks like me. Roll one resourcefulness again for me. Just, uh... CX. Excellent. What's interesting is that they ask all these questions, but no one says, like, you know, you do have a resemblance to this girl. But you think they must have seen the police artist sketch of this girl and they don't try and show you is this the girl trying mm. to commit nothing like that mm. eventually they're like okay well we'll go away uh, do you need tea or coffee or anything like that you know trying to be friendly yeah. but very police and very formal yeah she probably just says no okay um, so they go out is there anything you do just now her phone wasn't really working but she'd probably take it out to see if she suddenly got signal mm-hmm. make a technical check for me please so that's one dice again Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> one. okay. Yeah, you don't notice anything different about your phone. Like it's now working, and you can mm. talk to people. Like uh, Facebook comes up fine. Um, mm. Maybe you have a quick look through like uh, Twitter, and then maybe mm. search for any more information. Yeah, I think that's what she just see if there's been any updates or um, reports of like suspicious. I mean, people there's or... yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing other than like obviously the the Facebook post you found earlier. Nothing mm. that catches your eye. Actually, do another tech check for me. Four. Four. So with this, what you notice now, actually, is that you notice that you didn't get any like new text or anything like that, but you seem to have quite a few new emails. I read them. <laughs> and you see maybe two or three from an uh, unknown email address. They're just like one or two lines in this, say, answer the door, please. Don't talk to the police. You're in danger. Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, my God. She wanted to message someone and she didn't. And then she walked in front of the car. Oh, my God. I'm having a total moment of clarity. She gets up to leave. She emails this person back. Like, I'm sorry. I'm at the police, but I'm leaving now. Maybe a minute goes by. And you suddenly get a different email from a different email address. And it says, meet us at the Meadows, 30 minutes. Okay. So she goes to leave. As you sort of start to get up, Dick and Harry come back in. This whole thing with the burner phone seems pretty suspicious. We just want to ask you a couple more questions, mm-hmm. if that's all right. Um, make you sit down. Yeah. And you're suddenly now aware of precious time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they say, look, we believe the girl had some connections to some robberies that happened around Edinburgh in the last couple of days. We found, thanks to your information, there's a lot of money found in the backpack of a handgun, and we think that she's part of a bigger crime ring. We've not even like managed to see a picture of her, and we've only got this artist's impression to go on. And mm. Did you know this girl? The first time I'd seen her was going for that jog. This sort of 
behaviour is sort of a cry for help, but all these robberies and the money and... Have you figured out who she was? She was called Isla. It seems like she was from the area, um, not Edinburgh originally, but um, Dumfries. She's been done for a couple of pretty crimes before, but this seems bigger. Mm. And he sort of looks at you properly. It's, if you know anything about this, mm. it's vital you tell us, because you know, we want to make sure that this doesn't happen to any other girls, because she might have been in trouble. She you know, might have been d- doing things against her will. Mm. She was clearly in a very desperate place. So. It was so weird that she looks like me, don't you think? Like, from that artist impression, don't you think she just looks a bit like me? I mean, in a way, she looks like you. Mm. Look, we're, we just mm. sort of interview people. We don't know exactly. We've just been circulating this around, mm. and there's not been any... So no one takes pictures of the crime other mm. than the mortuary, so... Did they lock the door when they came in? No. Make her a personable role if you want. Like, it's, I'm thinking mm. it's more of an insight check rather than... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> wow, that's a five total. <laughs> Fuck it up. Rip. You, they are incredibly hard to read. Like, mm. They're clearly very serious about it and clearly doing their jobs, but you can't tell if they're hiding something or they're trying to get more information out of you. She shows them the picture. Of the, the body. Mm. But she holds on to her phone. She doesn't let them take her phone. Make another personable role, then. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> that was a 15. Swings you needed that. You did need that. <laughs> um, this is very vital evidence. We, we need this. Are you able to send us a copy? I mean, we, we'd have mm. to take your phone evidence. See, the weird thing is... I just don't understand how you... I mean, this is the picture I took after she'd been hit. So I just don't really understand how you didn't know this is what she looked like. Harry sort of leans over to you. You don't know what you're getting into just now. Give us the phone. You don't want to be causing all this trouble now, do you? You were just going for a gentle jog. You just saw something that really bad happened to you. She smashes the phone. Wow. <laughs> Roll a fit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm not fit enough for. Four. Okay, so you make a proper whack. I mean, it doesn't break the phone completely, but it's sort of. Yeah. Um, we'll go into a combat situation then. Oh no! What Harry is going to do, because he was the one talking to you, so closest to you, he's going to try and make a grab for your hand. Mm-hmm. So that will be a fit check for you, which is a one. <laughs> and then for him, it's going to be a fight which is a two. Oh no so the highest number wins uh-huh. the loser will lose a dice uh-huh. and if you lose all your dice that's the end of the combat and mm-hmm. you lose okay the chances are well, bad here's the thing so currently you six <laughs> also a six. Oh, what happens so it's a draw <laughs> yes so what happens is he grabs your hand at least but you sort of shake him off and so he's you sort of stood up they're both sort of next to the door mm-hmm. behind you, and you're sort of on the other side of the desk. I'm going to ask you what you're going to do now. Back up far, as to far away as possible. To the door? Uh, uh, to the, well, to the they're wall. in front of yeah, the door, sorry. so it's hard to get around them, isn't The wall, it? yeah. Why do you need it? Make a personable check for me, please. And that will be against their... Uh, what did I say? Risk it for the biscuit. Their, their, their talking skills, I guess. Eleven. Eleven. All right, so eight, so they lose one as a result. 
look, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. There are people out there that want to hurt people like you. We're, all we're doing is protecting you. But you get the sense that this has gone way beyond. She'll say, either you tell me or this phone gets it. <laughs> she gets dramatic. This phone gets it. Then roll your possibility again. Ooh. Oh, 15. 15, yeah. Trip five. No, no, we're going to get that. Okay. We really need your phone. We know they've been trying to contact you. It's the, and as they say that, all the lights go out. And you hear sort of shouting, alarms going off. Yeah, what do you do? Scatter along the wall to the opposite corner. Are you trying to do it? quickly but sneakily because yeah i just basically don't want to be in the position where i was when they when the lights last out. saw me exactly cool right roll one fit dice for me then four you manage to scuffle um but i think because you don't quite make it someone lashes out at you just do another fit one for me Five? Uh, nine. <laughs> so no I'm going to say no. with that is that in that scuffle, mm. you just break away, your phone falls to the floor. Okay. But I can't see it? You just hear it clatter on the floor. I try and find it. Try and find it? Yeah. All right. I guess because you're doing it very quickly, use your resourceful cliche. Three. And you don't manage oh, to find it in the time. The two guys are trying to upturn the table and stuff. You're not just trying to duck out the way. Mm. I think that's what she'd do, though, because she knows that they want the phone. So it's more valuable to stay and try and get the phone. Try and get the phone. Suddenly there's, like, a sound from above, and the sprinklers come on. You can hear people shouting, there's a fire, we need to evacuate, we need to evacuate, let's go, let's go. If you want to make another resource for us, try and find your phone. Mm. Go for it. Three, oh, still don't find it. Well, well, well. <laughs> Again, the water's getting in your face and your eyes, and it's making it really hard to find anything. So I can't see anyone right now, right? The you don't. Make, make me another fit roll, though, because, again, you, it's very enclosed space. Yeah. Chances are good <sighs> they're going to hit me they, in the they, head. They grab you. Eight. They don't have the strength to hold on to you, because, mm. again, you just pull away. I'm all slippery now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite disorientating, because it's so dark, and the water, yeah. it's echoey slightly. It's just yeah. really disorientating, so... What do you do? I need to find the phone. Yeah. Make another, make another, need to find the phone. Make another resourceful track, then. I'm going to die in this burning building. Two. not going to find it, I'm afraid. Again, I think what you do now, you maybe duck low mm. and try and like use the table to sort of try and keep you between... Okay. The two. It's getting yeah. to the point where they, they are starting to close rank. Mm. But as they do so, you feel it before it happens. It's sort of a reverberation, and suddenly the two-way glass mirror shatters. Mm. And because you ducked low... It just goes over the top of your head and you just hear the two policemen going, ah, and like sort of in a lot of pain. And you look back and the light is obviously coming through and you see the figure that was standing in front of the doorway of your house Mm. is there. Mm. And they're just holding out a hand to you. I say, the phone. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Okay, I take the hand. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what she's thinking right now, but she does it. She grabs you. And she's pulls. done with this 24 um, hours. <laughs> um, roll me a uh, fit check just to see if you can get out. Well, much nice. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. A six. So you manage to leap over and the, the two policemen can't grab you in time. Again, blinded by the, the sprinkler water and, and this figure sort of grabs your hand and is pulling you through the place and it's absolute chaos. You make your way through the different corridors 
and you get out into this sort of side alley and this person's pulling you along and is pulling you towards the car that you Can I try and take their mask off? Absolutely. Uh, Make me a... I'm guessing it is a fit cliche. Contested. Yes, it is. She doesn't have a suitable one. So so what happens when it's an unsuitable one? They get one dice, but if they beat your roll, you lose three dice. If it's an unsuitable cliche. So what did you get? A three. I also got a three. Oh! But as yours is appropriate. Oh, I win. Mm, you win. Ooh. So you grab and you pull it off. Is it Timmy? <laughs> it's not Timmy. <laughs> Dyed reddish, very short shaved head. And this girl ro- looks around to you and it's you. Oh my God, I'm a clone. And she's I'm off in black. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we don't have time. Come on, come on. And she drags you yeah. to the car. Do you let her? I will say, were you going to meet me in... No, okay, I know she was going to meet me in the park because that was the person who said to open the door. Who are you? I'll tell you. Let's just get out of here. Tell me now or I don't go with you. Fine, fine. I'm Abigail. Listening to her, she has a very slight Irish accent to her. Similar height to you. Uh, maybe a little bit broader, perhaps. But she seems like she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a sense of sort of authority about her. I'd go with her. It's hard not to trust somebody with your own face. <laughs> Pulls you into in, um, into the car, shuts the door, and starts driving off through the streets. It's about, uh, I'd say it's just after nine, so maybe a bit of rush hour. But she seems to know her way around these streets fairly mm-hmm. easily enough. And so she... I want to drill her in the car. Okay. Who are you? Why do you look like me? Let us just get to the safe house, and then I will explain everything. I promise. And she sort of looks at you. I mean, make a personality yeah. check for me. Oh, that's a 12. She seems genuine and Mm. she just wants to get away from any way of tracing. Mm. You know, it's like she just, she's got a mission. You feel like she is also very resourceful Mm. and just trying to get away. And you maybe look around the car a bit and there's lots of papers in the back. There's like a Mm. laptop, loads of sort of takeaway bags and stuff like that. You know, Mm. she's been living in this car. Yeah, pretty much. I read everything I can. Read everything you can. Okay, so there is like, um, a couple of tourist maps of Edinburgh, mm-hmm. a few places circled on it. I guess make a technical check, because you're sort of reading through proper documents and stuff. Four. It doesn't click straight away, but looking at the actual maps, the tourist maps, you realise places that have been circled are banks. Eventually, she sort of pulls the car into a side alley, and she's like, right, move, let's go, let's go. Why are you robbing banks? Honestly, I will explain to you when we get into that. You'll understand it, trust me. I know it's a really scary moment from the side, and I know... I know what you saw yesterday, and right now I just need you to trust me. Can I do a check? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. A 11. 11. Yep. Seems a bit more stressed. Seems genuine enough. Please, we don't don't have much time. I'll look at her and I say, if I trust you and this is bad, I'm taking you down with me. And then she goes in. I expect no less. She's really gotten a, an attitude in the Excellent. last 24 hours. She hasn't slept. <laughs> so you go up to like a, a garage, motions you in. After you. <laughs> Fine. She, so she goes in, turns the lights on, and this place is chock-a-block. On one wall is a huge notice board with like pins, almost like conspiracy-wise, like wires Ooh. everywhere. A couple of shelves full of um, technical stuff, and in the corner there is a uh, there's like a, a, a very battered uh, laptop which looks like it's been modified. And she motions to there's like some crates to sit down on, and she's like she starts working on the computer trying to mm-hmm. connect it back up. 
shut the door. Trust me. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll shut the door and come in. Okay, so you might want to sit down for this. Mm-hmm. I'm a clone, aren't I? I'm a clone. We don't use the C word. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> the computer start, sets up, like Skype starts ringing. Mm-hmm. And so she, she, she sort of puts it and she goes, Olivia, it's okay. I know who it is. This woman pops up on the screen. And it looks like she's in like a farmhouse. Uh, and she's holding uh, like a baby. And a soft Welsh accent comes out through those speakers. Uh, more blondish hair, but very curly, very kept to the head. This woman looks exactly like he's saying facial features. And she's like, so you're the one who's fucked up all of our plans. Okay, firstly, that's rude. Phone calls in the middle of the night. Isla goes missing and our plans are in the shit. And then this random person just comes into our life. How, how did we not know about you? <laughs> well, firstly, I have no idea what's going on. Straight up, that's the first thing. Second thing, I have nothing to do with Isla. She just stepped out in front of a car in front of me. Okay, so she knew what was up, apparently. Abigail sort of sits down. Look, 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 let's just... We'll tell you what we know. So, as you said, we are genetic identicals. I, I work for this newspaper. We, we try and uncover dark dealings with certain companies. But I was looking into the financial side of the science company that I know was based in Glasgow, and it, it just got to the point where I realised that they were doing experiments on clones and at first it seemed like just animals and then it was people they have batches sets of of humans and they just put them out into the world and they survey them put them up for adoption or put them within family units just swap the babies at birth i don't know and then they ask the family to as part of some sort of national survey to make checks on them throughout 20 years without them knowing i discovered like my partner had been surveying me for, like, the last five, ten years. Timmy. Like, Olivia pipes up and says, yeah, my uncle was the one that was sort of sending them data as well. And we found each other because we were looking for the same things and we knew we had to get out of there. And so we contacted another one of us, Isla, and we found her again through hacking of various databases and stuff that she was part of this sort of criminal organisation in Edinburgh. And we thought maybe if we got enough money, we could buy our way out, but... Isla must have found something. She must have said something to you. So, here's how it went down. (laughs) (laughs) So, Isla was crying on her bench, and I just thought I'd watch her subtly, and she got out her phone to send you guys, presumably you guys, a message, but she didn't send it. And then she took her shoes off. Why'd she take her shoes off? Man, maybe she had something in her shoes. Anyway, and then she walked over towards the road, so I tried to stop her, and then she stepped in front of a car. But before she stepped in front of the car, she turned to me and she just said, I'm sorry. But how did she know it was going to be me who was there? I mean, we didn't know about you. We know there are other clones in our batch, and we've tried reaching out to them, but... Abigail sort of thinks for a second and goes, well, wait. And she goes over to her big notice board and she goes, well, in the last year, this uh, genetics company, the reason that they caught my eye was that they've been having financial difficulty. I know they've declared bankruptcy in the last six months and since then, certain clones have been disappearing. So like, and she points to sort of like ones in sort of in Belgium and in, in uh, Eastern Europe have been going missing and slowly but surely... Well, I just thought they were just, just going off the radar because they were just trying to hide like us, but maybe maybe someone's trying to kill us off. And then she sort of looks at you and goes, who was driving the car? Did you see them? First up, can I do a 
insidey check. Yeah, personable, a, a personable check. check. Yeah. And then I guess I don't know. Did I see them? We'll do this bit. First. Oh God, I a got six. a six. Um, again, hard to read. There's a lot to process just now. I mean, yeah. Finding out you are it's hard not to read fish. your own face. Yeah, <laughs> you are very difficult to read. <laughs> you didn't see who hit Isla, mm. but now you think about it, you didn't see the driver get out of the car to go check on her. You saw other people go to her, and again mm. in that moment you were like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, pair of shoes, the bag. You didn't see who hit her, but she stepped out onto the road without her shoes on. Abigail says, yeah, it's my fault. I said to her, I need to keep an eye on her. And she wanted the burner phone. I paid money for that. And um, Olivia checks and he said, yeah, we all paid a little bit of money to help Isla, but we didn't trust her. She she had a drug problem and she we just wanted to keep an eye on her. So, and Abigail goes, we put a tracker in her trainers. She found out eventually and she just didn't trust us. Maybe it got too much for her. Like, we, we all wanted to be a part of this. We all wanted to get out and... We needed her help to make it all work, and now that money's gone. We don't know what to do. Well, I didn't see who hit her, but I didn't see anyone respond either. Abigail sort of sits down and it's like, I mean, without that money, I don't know so much about you. She sort of looks at you like, if I didn't know about you, and I looked through all the databases and records, there was no record of, of you. Maybe whoever is picking us off one by one doesn't know about you either. Maybe you should get as far away from us as possible. Here's a problem as I see it. I told the police the truth about who I am, the fact that I thought I looked like her. So even if I wasn't on record before, I'm on record now. And there was this camera in my house so somebody's been watching well, me. I assume. If it wasn't you guys. Who would be your surveyor? My brother. He seemed a bit fishy about the whole camera. Oh, that would make sense, but even our our surveyors, they don't really know the extent of the programme. They don't know that we're clones. They just they think it's just part of a survey, so maybe someone else put in the cameras. And she thinks for a bit and she goes, Wait a minute. You were in that interview cell. When I came. Mm. When I got to the station, when you didn't show up, the place was already on fire. So that wasn't you. Who set it on fire? And as you talk about that, there's a... <laughs> and the garage door. And Olivia's with the baby like, oh, fuck, and this is, it goes out, sc- yeah. Skype out. So it's just you and Abigail. What do you do? I look for a weapon. <laughs> Sounds good. Resourceful check for me, please. Two. Two. Mm. There's not much in terms of weapons here, unfortunately. A lot of tech. There's a lot of, lot of uh, thumbtacks. <laughs> That'll work. I grab a handful of thumbtacks. They're great as caltrops. <laughs> Abigail sort of like, there's no way out of here. Do you have, have cameras? This is only a temporary thing. Okay, because I was about to judge you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't know about you, right? So you didn't know about me. But these people know about me, so maybe these people don't know about you. Does that make sense? So if you hide, all right, all right, um, I'll answer the door. She says, I can try and wedge myself back in. There's like some um, coverings and a trunk or something like that. Yeah. And she goes, 
if you if you distract them, maybe I can make a run for I don't know. And I mean, it could be the police. I don't know. We can't trust the police. And you hear actually, sister, come out. And it's a very strong American accent. An American accent. Do I? I don't recognize the voice. I don't recognize it. Was Isla American? No, she was she was Scottish. Sister, so the notice board, right? Yeah. Was there? Is there a clone in America? Make a resourceful check. Three. You don't have time to sort of look. You're yeah, just too busy. Didn't. I'll give you to the count of five to come out. Otherwise, I'm coming in there, and it won't be pretty, sister. There's no other door. Okay, Abigail, hide. <laughs> so she goes, hides under some tarpaulin or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? The only way to pull the door up is from like right in the middle, right? There's um, no. There's no. Yeah. If I open that door, they're just in. One. I actually will just open it then. You open it. The sun blinds you for a second, but then you come into focus, and a woman stands in front of you, really long auburn gold hair right down full biker outfit a little bit of a scar but again same facial features as yourself ah i don't know you you're not abigail this made an interesting addition to my to-do list oh no what do you do why are you killing us and i kick her excellent (laughs) all right do a fit Oh, but guess what? She's got quite a lot. Oh, I'm sure she does. I chose wrong. I'm dead. What did you get? I got a five. five. I mean, you're rolling four dice. <laughs> yeah, that's two fives and two oh sixes. My. My oh God. my, I'm that's so totally... dead. So I think you try and kick her, but yeah. she just palms it away and just punches you straight in the stomach. And you're just like, and you sort of fall back. Now oh, that was really silly, wasn't it? And she sort of gets out a gun and, like, holds it in front of you. Been a very hard 24 hours for you, I can imagine, but I can't leave any loose ends. So she's about to shoot, Mm. and just in time, (gasps) Abigail sort of barrels out (laughs) and pushes her to the floor, like, just crushing her up guard. She rolls to see, does she still have hold of the gun? She does, so she's still holding the gun. Okay. I want to try and, like, stomp on her hand to try and get the gun off. Or has she, like, on the ground? She's on the ground, and, like, Mm. um, Abigail's sort of on top of her. She's still got the gun. Yeah, I want to try and stomp it so she releases the gun and I can, like, Okay, I'd say that's quite a logical thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we'll do do a proper one. So it's going to be four. So you've got four. She's got four. Let's see. Right, what's your total? Oh, God. Ten. Fifteen. So you lose Mm. one dice. She moves the hand. Mm. I guess you go again? Yeah. Right, let's do it. Nine. Nine? I'm rolling terribly. Oh, man, I got, hang on, thirteen. So, yep. Jesus Christ. Do it one more time. See how far you get. Twelve. Oh, that would have been good. I maxed out. That's insane. Oh. I feel like if by this point it's not working. It's, it's a her. rush. It's, I think you're just doing it all in the moment. Okay, right, like, right, right. So, so we'll do it again. I mean, I might just get all ones, who knows. 
No, I don't. <laughs> I got two, so I got I, mean, a little, I got fifty. My God, she's really fucking flip? good. So I guess like you're just you're you're panicking in the moment. You're trying to maybe like a shot or two goes off. Mm. Doesn't hit you though. Mm. What do you want to do? Abigail's just like run. Just get out of here. It's me she wants, not you. I'll give you some time. Okay, I'm gonna run back in, grab the laptop, mm-hmm. and then leg it. Make um, a fit roll for me. I think as you pull it, <laughs> the wires and cables get tangled and it just sort of comes out of your hand and falls to the ground. Okay. I'm still... i got to grab that laptop. Grab it. Yeah. Five! Five. What are you doing now? Are you just running? The car's there, right? Mm-hmm. I hop in the car. Oh, no! <laughs> are you going to... I'm going to go to try and drive over her. And I'm going to be like... Time it so I'm like Abigail now and get her to jump up so I can like drive over. All right, the logical American roll lady. for me. Yeah, logical roll for me. Um, fifteen. It's almost like the end of a scene. It's <laughs> <laughs> you sort of rev up and like maybe you put the headlights onto proper blind and you're like mm. Abigail, you know, beep beep, you know, mm. Abigail sort of rolls off and the American woman doesn't just has time to stand up as you crane into yeah. her. Yeah, that's karma, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What would you think Violet would do right this second now? Like, would she drive away or would she wait for no, Abigail? she's going to get rid of this. Like, she's going to make sure that this American lady's not going to come after her. Okay. And then get Abigail to hop in. And they're going to drive off into the sunset. <laughs> and Abigail sort of breathlessly sort of gets in. Like, she tears some things down from the walls and stuff in yeah. the garage. And as you get in, you hear the sound of sirens. Do you know where you're going? Do you know where you're driving nope. to? She probably just drives out of Edinburgh. They know where I am here, so therefore I need to like just okay. leave. Yeah, Abigail takes a moment. She's like, okay. I know you didn't trust us. Maybe we can start to make sense and see what lies ahead. Maybe. And that's it. Yeah! <laughs> So, I don't really have an outro for this one shot, um, but I can definitely recommend Orphan Black and watching it all in one go and then doing a one shot inspired by it. Um, But I will say, this one shot has definitely got spoilers for this first season, so, whoops, just go watch it. Roll credits! The One of My Rolling podcast was created, recorded and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's player was Claire Jarvis. This episode's RPG was Riscus, the Anything RPG, created by S. John Ross of Cumberland Games and Diversions. You can find out more about Riscus and other Cumberland Games and Diversions RPGs on their website. That's rolltop-indigo.blogspot.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for the latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply.